Hey, welcome to Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift, and I'm not the perfect dad, but every day I am trying to be better. In fact, I asked my son the other day, I said, hey, buddy, I said, what can I do to be a better dad? And you know what? He had an answer for me. He had two critiques. The first thing is I could buy him more toys. And the second thing was I could go down the biggest slide in the world, and that goes from the sky all the way to the ground. And while I might not be the perfect dad, in his eyes, I feel like I'm pretty darn close. (laughs) I uh, asked him a dangerous question, and I was really kind of fishing for some feedback, and that's all I got. So maybe I'll ask him again a little bit later, because I know it will change over time, but I'm not saying that to boast. I'm just sharing that because I thought it was really funny. But what I want to talk to you about today is my recent daddy-daughter date that I had with my four-year-old little girl. And this one was different for me, and I don't know why. It was just kind of eye-opening. I just gained a lot of clarity, and I don't know that I can convey that with words, but I'm going to encourage you, if you have daughters, if you have children, make sure you have one-on-one time with them, because the more you do it, the more you're going to see how blessed you are, and the more you're going to realize how unique and wonderful they are. Now, there are four things that I really want you to extract from what I'm going to share today. The first thing is pay attention. The second thing is have one-on-one time. The third thing is I want you to listen. And the last thing is have fun. That's what I want you to take away from this. So I noticed that our daughter had seemed a little sad recently. There was a week or two where she was whining more and crying more and just sad, wanted us to hold her more and wanted a bunch of other things. And, you know, we have three kids and we do our best to be engaged with each and every one of them. And I feel like we do a pretty good job. But I noticed, and my wife noticed, that she had seemed a little off. So I told my wife one morning, I said, you know what, I think I'm going to take her out tonight, just me and her, daddy-daughter date, and I'm going to see if she'll talk to me. I want to ask her and see what's going on. And she's four, and you might think, well, she's a little young for that. These fundamental principles as fathers, as parents, you start them as early as you can. These are foundational, and they should be consistent from the time your children are born all the way until you are long gone. That's what you need. That's what you need to do as a dad. You need to make sure that these foundational principles of parenting are present start to finish. So I was going to talk to her. I was going to ask her and see what's going on. So I told her, hey, when I was dropping her off for school, I said, I might take you out tonight, just the two of us. And she was really excited because she loved it last time. And my wife picked her up from school, confirmed that it was going to happen. From the moment she told our daughter that she was going on a date night with daddy, she changed. She was elated, so happy, so hyper and talkative and silly. And by the time they got home and it was time for us to leave, she was all smiles. It wasn't even the same little girl. Just the fact that she knew, I'm going out with daddy and it's just going to be us. She was so so thrilled. She was such a big girl. She was independent. She did things. She did not stop talking. But it wasn't that she was just, you know, going on and on about nonsense. She was sharing things that were meaningful. She was talking about her day, and she was telling me how she felt. I didn't even have to ask her questions. But honestly, my questions would not have even made sense. Why have you been sad recently? 
would have been totally out of line because just the fact that she was alone with me and had my full attention, that was enough. It's like that was the cure that she needed. That was the remedy. Now, this is where I want you to kind of focus in on the pay attention part. You need to watch your kids and you need to monitor their behavior. If they feel sad, you need to step in and you need to correct it. You need to do something about it. So pay attention. Notice how your kids are feeling. And if you've never had one-on-one time with your kids, everything's always been as the family, start. I don't care if your daughter or your son is 16. Go out with them. One-on-one. You have to have one-on-one time with your children. They have to have that more intimate relationship with you where they're away from siblings, they're away from everyone else, and it's just you. They're just focused on you, and you're just focused on them. So make sure you have that one-on-one time. That was the remedy for Reagan immediately. But one thing that was neat for me, so we went to Chipotle, because that's her favorite restaurant in the entire world. And yes, she is four, and she's already got that problem. (laughs) Chipotle, Starbucks, and Target. She... (laughs) She's something special. But we went to Chipotle and I ate before we left because I was starving. So I had some leftovers here at the house and she was eating her little chicken quesadilla and her beans and rice and just going to town, talking, talking, talking. And I asked a few questions here and there about her day and about school and just trying to get some extra information or just trying to get her to maybe elaborate a little bit more on something that she shared But as she sat there and ate and just talked and smiled the whole time, something special happened where I just looked at her and watched her and I saw all of her expressions. I saw this joy and I saw her personality and her independence. I just saw who she was and it was neat. And in that moment, I realized how remarkable she is and how remarkable she's going to be when she grows up. It was just so special. But no one else was around. It was just the two of us. There were no distractions. It was just one-on-one time with my little girl. And while it was a remedy for her, it was therapeutic for me. It was eye-opening for me. And I don't know how else to explain it other than that. It was just in that moment I saw her uniqueness. I saw how remarkable she was. And I I couldn't help but just look at her and smile and think to myself, you were fascinating. And while I thought that, I thought, how blessed I am that this little girl was given to me. That That was a neat moment for me. So not only should you pay attention to look for the signs of maybe when you need to have that one on one time, act on that and have the one on one time. You have to make it special. You have to get isolated. And listen, there's going to be moments where you have that one-on-one time and they really confide in you. And then there's going to be other moments like I had last time with my daughter where it was just silly talk and all about her friends at school and all about this. But even in those times, it's important to listen because you want to be able to follow up. You want to be able to ask about those other friends and ask and see if all the fun stuff that was happening continue to happen. You want to listen and pay attention because you want to be able to have conversations with your children. You want to be able to have that open line of communication. 
And sometimes you have to initiate it and you need to be listening to what they're talking about so you know how to initiate it, so you know what to reference. It's important to listen. One of the other things that I, I have to share, on the way to Chipotle, she shared something about school from the day and she said, yeah, I was sad at this point. But after we sat down and we were eating and we were, we were in the date at this point, she was going on and on about her day, and she said something like, school was just so wonderful, nothing bad happened. And I stopped and I said, everything was okay? You didn't have any friends that bothered you? She's like, no, it was just so wonderful. It was neat because while maybe there was something bad that did happen that day, when we were together and it was just us, and she was just so overjoyed with the one-on-one time, all the bad stuff, all the negative things from the day just kind of melted away. She wasn't even mindful of them. It was a powerful thing. And having one-on-one time is a powerful thing. So make sure you have the one-on-one time. After we, went to, after we were done at Chipotle, I took her to Starbucks because it was kind of chilly and we got a little hot chocolate. And we just sat there for a few minutes. And I wanted to make it fun. So having hot chocolate is kind of a treat and a fun thing. But it's getting close to Christmas time. And while there's not a ton of Christmas lights up, I've been very strategic because I have uh, had a lot of trips to Home Depot in the last year or two. I know when they put up their Christmas lights and all the decorations, they're already up just in case you haven't been. So while you might not have homes and houses in your neighborhoods that you can drive past and look at all the Christmas lights, you can take your kids to Home Depot and you can look at Christmas lights. And By the way, that costs you absolutely nothing. You don't have to buy anything. There's no obligation. It's free of charge. Just go and enjoy the Christmas decorations. Our kids love Christmas. And it was just a neat opportunity for me to, in a way, kind of surprise her. And it was easy. Now, here's the thing. You might think, that's kind of a dumb thing. Or maybe you're thinking that's brilliant. You get to make this as good as it's going to be. We can make these moments just feel absolute enchantment. You have the ability to really make these encounters and these experiences something special and something great. And oftentimes, it just requires your involvement. You just have to act like you love it too. You have to be wowed by all the decorations and all the lights, and you have to want to be that kid who wants to hit all the Try Me buttons and have all the songs go off in Home Depot. And if you do that, they tend to follow your lead. And that's how we had some fun. And you can be creative in all of this. You can be creative in how you want to have fun. But this was just, it was a really good experience for me. And I wanted to share the experience, but I also wanted to encourage you to have the same experiences yourself. So again, pay attention to your kids. Make sure you have one-on-one time. Make sure you listen during that one-on-one time. And then have fun doing it. You do that. And I promise you, not only will it help your kid, but it's going to be a huge blessing to you. This is Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift. Thank you so much for being with me, and I hope you'll join me next time.